Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Usually I'm ahead of her making her lunch and she's sleeping in. But I walk down to her room and she's just crying her eyes out, just like passionately upset. This is like the crack of dawn, right? So I go in, Zoe, what's wrong? Oh, I had a bad dream. I had a bad dream. This happens now and then, right? She's eight, um, almost. Yeah. And I said, well, tell me about it. And she kind of got her act together. And she, her first thing was she said that she had a dream that I dropped her off at camp and I forgot to make the extra payment for the purple wristband, which would have allowed her to go to the water park with her friends. And she didn't want to stay back and have to make new friends, even though she really likes doing that. So we talked about that for a little bit and she got her act together. And then she starts crying again on the couch with her, you know, French bulldog Max snuggling her and her blanket. And I, she said, and I remembered another one. Another bad dream. Another bad dream. And this was about these kids that she knows, these like YouTubers she kind of looks up to that live here. Let's say who they are. They're they're called the Ninja Kids. The Ninja Kids, which is a family of kids that like basically play on the beach and have little beach stories and stuff. Well, that's not the whole story, but I won't waste time on it too much. They have a channel on YouTube called the Ninja Kids where basically every single child on the face of planet Earth watches these videos because they have like a billion views. It's insane. Which gives other kids ideas about wacky things that they can do, like climbing on rocks, which is what her her bad dream was about. And so this one, I didn't know his name, but this one ninja kid she looks up to, she's like, he didn't want to play with me. He just wanted to play on the rocks. And when he was playing on the rocks, he said, I guess I'm going to die here. And then he died. And she starts crying and bawling and whatever. So, so I said, well, let's talk about, you know, sometimes you have some dreams that are trying, your mind is trying to tell you something. And maybe that was a reminder, you know, not to play on the beach rocks. Trying to make some logic out of this. Yeah, you're trying to help her work through her bad dream. She thinks about it for a while. You're Dr. Phil and your eight-year-old. Right, because, you know, (laughs) meanwhile, I'm looking at my watch going, all right, I got like five minutes to figure this out because I got to make lunch, get her uniform on her, and get out the door. (laughs) Not to mention make her hair look like she's not somebody that's raised by iguanas. A total savage, yes. Right. (laughs) So she thinks about it for a while. She goes, you know what I think it was? I think the memory box in my head had to open up and let these memories out so I have room for other memories. <laughs> and I thought, I touche, thought, <laughs> you know, better, better mindset self-coaching than what I had to offer. That is the uh, definition of an optimist. And yes. that's a definition of how simplistic a little girl makes bad thoughts and bad dreams compared that to most humans, which are then going to turn on the TV and right. watch some commercial about some pharmaceutical thing. And the next thing you know, they're choosing to tell, they're telling their doctor. Sure. They have all these problems that they didn't really have. That's right. And so something that started her day out, not great. You know, that's not a great way to wake up to some bad dreams. She was able to noodle out in probably 10 minutes or less and turn her ship around. And I thought, you know, there's a lesson in that for all of us, like you just said, is how many people would just reinforce that negativity and and look for, you know, oh, that dream must have meant something awful for me. And, you know, you kind of is what you make of it. But I think that kids are more present in the very moment and, you know, move forward a lot faster. And so by the time we were in the car, she was laughing and we were listening to our Wow in the World podcast and, you know, learning. 
about well, something but new. The, mor so. the moral of the story, though, is it's interesting to watch. Oh. So, oh, by the way, this is Real Estate Coaching Radio, the I number know, one to do daily <laughs> podcast for real estate agents. And Julie was saving that story to share with everyone on today's podcast. And we are going to get back to how to make 2022 your best year ever. And the, uh, the underlying theme of how to do that is make sure you're being an optimist and yes. not allowing the pessimism that is, prevails pretty much every single facet of society nowadays, it seems, to dominate your thoughts. And we, Julie thought it would be fun to share that story with you guys because at some point in your life, most of you would have dealt with uh, pessimistic thoughts the same way Zoe did. Yeah, right? let's turn that around. Let's, now let's go do something fun, right? Versus what humans, adult humans would have done, yeah. which is start watching right. some news channel, it's reinforcing the that drama. the world is trying to basically keep them down mm -hmm. and completely filling their minds and their hearts and their souls and then their potentiality yes. with nothing other than lead weights that are going to pull them to the bottom That's of it. the ocean emotionally. Yes, and I have a couple of other examples from coaching calls that I've been on today. And contrasting what I have seen on some uh, realtor social media things, sometimes I go there to get ideas and see what's on people's minds, but most of the time I get off very quickly because it's just not good. So on the social end of things, agents are like, you know, we're seeing a bit more inventory. Oh no, the market must be coming to an end. Then I talk with our coaching clients and they're like, you know what? Because I ask them on calls, what's going on with inventory? And the ones that know what to look for, I had two calls in a row like this, where there was a bit more inventory, okay, not like doubling or anything like that. And their outlook was, this is fantastic for buyers. This is awesome for my magic number. I'm going to be able to carry more listings and generate more. And my life just got easier because we have, you know, a little bit longer days in the market. And I asked them both because, um, you know, I would say who maybe, maybe who are, Ken who Moores and uh, Tammy Irby in uh, Virginia. So Lance and Karen, who have been with us for decades, basically, and who are the, probably one of the top producing agents in the United States, certainly in the Definitely. state of Washington State. And Tammy, who's in Texas, correct? In uh, Northern Virginia. Oh, Northern Virginia. That's yes. right. Yep. Yeah. And their outlook was, of course, more positive and had studied the actual facts like we always recommend that you do. And in both cases, the because my next question is, well, with more inventory, what's happened to your average days in the market? it's basically stayed the same. So what does that tell you? There's still plenty of demand for the supply that's coming out, right? So in both cases, I think Lance's was like right around 30 days and Tammy's is just a little bit longer than that. And I also watched the inventory in Austin where, you know, licensed in Texas. So for example, the average active listings in Austin ranges from about 1,700 to about 2,200. That's kind of a big swing, right? Probably 20% or so. But the average days on the market has never gotten over 33, even at the at the higher end. So that shows you that it's not even uh, moving the needle. It's, it's called November, guys. And I'm that's not, in November, to right. your point. Well, but yeah, it's called November. But November typically, November and December is typically slower months because people are obviously gearing down and getting ready for the holidays. And they're going right. to put off a lot of their buying and selling decisions until next year. Now, I will say uh, from a every perspective you can imagine – uh, not moving now, though I have to say in some cases, maybe for the sellers, if they have the flexibility of moving next year, then it makes sense. But a lot of you guys are getting to the point where you're thinking, well, I'm just going to put off signing up for coaching and training and I'm going to re reinforce my, I'm going to get back to doing the, you know, the things necessary to build my business next year. I, if you haven't been hearing us, the, you know, since really, I would say September, hear us now. That is an enormous mistake. Because what you want to be doing is not uh, rebuilding your business or trying to implement systems or figuring things out in the beginning of next year. You want to hit the ground running already with momentum. 
rebuilding momentum when everyone else is building momentum. Imagine you're at the start of the New York Marathon, right? And you're somewhere mid-pack, and you're surrounded by a whole bunch of other people that are all going to try to run the marathon. Uh, and that's what it's like. There's potentially hundreds, if not a thousand people that are all going to start the race at the same time as you. You're lucky if you even, I mean, how long is it even going to take you to get out of the gates without being trampled by a whole bunch of other people? Whereas right now you're starting the marathon and it might be you and maybe three or four other people because the other agents are taking the rest of the year off. What's the chances of you winning that race now that you're competing with only a handful of people versus thousands? Obviously, it goes through the roof. That's the reason you want to be learning how to uh, prospect. That's the reason you want to be learning how to proactively lead generate, learning how to uh, actually be your best version of yourself as a real estate salesperson. Now, not in January. Look, we'll be more than happy to take you guys on as coaching clients in January, but the smart amongst you are getting started now so that when January rolls around, you've already got the momentum. You've already learned how to do the things you needed to do so you can actually start making money. And you've already started the habits too. Exactly. You know, that doesn't mean that you have to be at 110% burn rate for the last two you know, months of the year. But what it does mean is that you're not supposed to let off the gas. I, w I was thinking about your analogy there for a second with the, the race, and that made me think of watching Formula One races with you. Mm -hmm. And how when, you know, if you are lined up on the grid and you pull away first, you're like saying, many races that we've seen. Right. Where you where your position on the track. It matters. It's basically the it's race. It's everything, yes. right? And so sometimes there's a skirmish in, on the first lap, and sometimes there's some spin-outs and things. But generally, whoever was one, two, or three, one of those guys is going to pull ahead, and then they're going to run away with the race. Right. Unless they're safety cars or whatever. And so I was thinking, like, what did it take for that driver to be one, two, or three? Consistency, right? Because usually it's about the same group of guys that's up there on, and that, on those teams. As long as you and I have been watching Formula One, which yeah. is probably 20 years, it's mm -hmm. always been that way. It's always it's, been that it's way. Always, and that's how life works, too, in well, real estate market. Those are the guys that have practiced. They've put in the time. Their teams are really good. They're very consistent. They've earned the right to be consistent right. winners and consistent leaders because they yeah. did what they didn't want to do and they didn't want to do at the highest level. And, yeah. you know, that would be, for example, working this time of year. I don't, sure. I, we don't need to grind them anymore on that. Well, some will, the, some the, won't, the some will never. The point is it's, it's easier to launch when you've been consistent than to try to recreate after a long break. Julie's meaning in January, yeah. launching then will be a lot harder after not having done anything. Look, bottom line, guys. Get to work. Get to work. <laughs> right. right. So look. Back to topic. Julie, we did talk about adding a point to your points here with regard to the end okay got it in. Yep. okay very good okay. all right so we're talking about things that are mostly fun that maybe you haven't considered reasons to be optimistic and what we're trying to show you what we're trying to get you to emotionally attach to is the fact that we are in a renaissance and this is what will be in our julie and i came up with this concept right when basically i think it was probably may or june we started realizing, Julie and I studied history because we didn't know what happens after big pandemics because turns out that was our first pandemic, right? And oh, by the way, breaking news. I don't know if you guys knew this. And Julie and I, maybe she's already researched it, knowing Julie, she already has. But there is a, a pill. Ah, point number eight. Oh my, all right, eight. I won't stop on your pill. Okay, 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 I won't step on it. All right. That's all right. Let's do point number seven first. I will do point number Remember, seven. Remember, we are talking about reasons to be optimistic. <laughs> Going forward into 2022 and beyond. Listeners, she just punched me in the arm for almost reading two points ahead. Well, you know, there are people keeping track. So, okay. yes. all right. Uh, so if you missed the previous points, get caught up on previous podcasts. They're easy to find on wherever you get your podcasts. All yep. right. Oh, and by the way, thank you for all of you who are giving us five-star reviews on uh, iTunes. If you've not done so... And if you think this podcast merits a five-star review, which tens of thousands of you do, otherwise you wouldn't be listening every day, please do give us a five-star review 
on iTunes. It means a lot to us, and it is your way of saying uh, thank you for this podcast. We certainly appreciate being uh, part of your lives and hopefully making a positive contribution, not just to your business, but your, your personal life as well. And if you've not done so yet, this is our opportunity to make you feel guilty for not doing exactly. so. <laughs> Please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Enough begging, point number six. Exactly. All right. So reasons to be positive. Number seven, the tsunami of online entrepreneurship opportunities. It's becoming easier, cheaper, and more normal to be an online entrepreneur. Did we do that one yesterday? Yes. We okay, talked about uh, Captain Kirk. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, so it's easier to be an online entrepreneur. According to Forbes, in the United States, in July 2020, the number of applications for starting a business reached its all-time highs of 551, I think it's million. Is it million? 500? No, 551,657. But... Uh, it's an increase of 95% compared to the same period in 2019, according to the Census Bureau. So here's what it means to you guys. It is easier to learn how to be successful, especially online, than it's ever well, been. This, this podcast is an example, but I'll, ta I'll tell you what this, uh, that point means to me. Mm -hmm. the, there, is a gener there are several generations that are uh, going to never, um, they're always going to have in the back of their minds, the world being shut down because of the pandemic. That's true. Right? You're going to have, obviously, Generation X, but really you're going to have millennials, you're going to have Generation Z, you're going to have whatever mm -hmm. comes after that, right? And so all of those uh, people are going to forever remember the world being shut down. That is forever is going to be an imprint on their minds. And from that, they're never going to have, I personally think, and this is one of the unintended consequences on the positive side, mm -hmm. from COVID and the lockdowns and the way the government reacted, good or bad or, you know, right? Sure. History will tell the truth. But the reality of it is, is so many people saw that happen. Maybe they were adversely affected familially. Maybe they're, you know, all kinds of things happen. They lost contact with their neighbors and their friends, and they will never, ever be dependent. They're always going to have mm -hmm. that hair about them of being, um, you know, entrepreneurs. And, and the uh, generation, um, the uh, the generation, uh, what was it? The the whole hustle thing. Yeah. The, hus the hustle generation. That, that's something that's really popular amongst the millennials. You know, having a side hustle. You guys have heard all those types of things. Absolutely. But what I'm seeing become really, and this is, frankly, I think real estate's the greatest uh opportunity for anybody that has any entrepreneurial angst is to get a real estate license and learn how to sell real estate at a high level because the barriers to entry are so low and the op and the, essentially the upside is so high. There's very few other businesses that, that are going to be like that you can possibly conceive of. And uh, we're seeing that in our own numbers as coaching clients. We're seeing a ton yeah. of millennials get in. Absolutely. And again, these are people that would have, would have probably followed a more traditional career trajectory but they saw that that is on, maybe that's not as firm of a path forward as they thought it was going to mm -hmm. be. So they're going to choose to be more independent yes. of others taking care of them and their families. Mm -hmm. And more uh, essentially, uh, that's a huge uh, boom for anybody who has any entrepreneurial angst. And that has, yes. I think, a lot of unintended consequences in the overall economy. And this is exciting because what that's going to do, an entrepreneur thinks differently. Mm -hmm. An entrepreneur thinks more obviously opportunistically, but they also an, opportun, uh, an entrepreneur also is going to create more interesting types of businesses that haven't even existed before. They're going to usually they're going to evolve existing ideas, and I mean we're seeing it happen in real estate. Mm -hmm. You're going to see it happens sure. in all facets of the economy. These are the types of things that are exciting that come from uh, essentially COVID. Yes, that's right. Thoughts that probably would not have happened, certainly as quickly. And it's, you know, real estate is awesome because you can, when you study, when you systematize, when you are coachable, you can become good quickly. 
We, I mean, absolutely. And you can become you, competitive quickly, different than other businesses. Uh, here's some basic tenets to follow. Number one, be careful what path you follow. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, get into the business thinking you have to buy leads. You don't. You can create your own. Learn how, accept the fact that you are a salesperson. There's nothing wrong with that. Now it's your job to become the best version of yourself as a salesperson. And, what, and the, the wealthiest people in the history of humanity have been salespeople. The most successful, most influential people in the history of humanity have become salespeople. They're just, you didn't realize there were salespeople, religious leaders, uh, obviously people, heads of business, great authors, thought leaders. They're all salespeople because they're convincing other people to share their thinking, their thoughts, their sure. business idea maybe. I mean, these are the types of uh, ways you can expand your thinking. You cannot be successful in life. Not at your highest level unless you learn how to be a fantastic salesperson. Being a fantastic salesperson who then is in, has a real estate license and who knows that the importance of becoming a listing agent, you now have unstoppable potential. Assuming that you're coachable. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Look, guys, don't waste time trying to figure it out on your own. Don't let your egos think that somehow you're going to be able to magically recreate the wheel. Why would you bother? If your mission is to help people and to make money and to improve your future and your, you know, gener- your kid's future and all the rest of it, why would you waste time thinking that somehow magically you can hit the magic combination of digital advertising, TikTok videos, and teams and branding and it's CRMs? And why would you do that? What, it doesn't even make sense. That's not how a business owner thinks. A business owner wants, is going to say, okay, I want to know how I can be of service to other people at the highest level, and I want to save off as much time and waste as little money as possible to get to the point where I've created an actual business. And a business is something where that produces enough net profit, and with, with, with that net profit, you obviously pay your personal bills, but then you can reinvest that money, and that reinvestment then in itself creates multiple streams of incomes for you. Yes, I'm talking about rental properties. Yes. Okay. So point number eight. Finally. I know. (laughs) COVID is going away. Finally. You're mumbling. COVID is going away. Finally. uh, Pfizer's pill, which you take after or if, you know, after you get COVID, cuts the risk of hospitalization or death by nearly 90%. I heard a report this morning that uh, they're now saying that it could be as high as 100%. Merck also has a pill under development. Uh, let's see, the trial was stopped due to its high success rate. Pfizer's bill, which is called Paxlovid, could secure U.S. regulatory approval by the end of the year. Pfizer said its plans to submit interim trial results to the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, before the November 25th Thanksgiving holiday. President Biden said the U.S. government has secured millions of doses of Pfizer's drug. Between vaccines and pills, we should finally get away from COVID. Now, I want you guys to think about what Julie just said. And this is not a political statement. Google this yourself. Yes. There, And let's forget, I know some of you, right or wrong, are beginning to, you know, have some uh, thoughts about the pharmaceutical companies. And again, we're not going to be, we're not going to politicize this. Here's the takeaway. There is a pill, not a shot, that's been essentially proven at this point, research this yourself, to have the same effectiveness as the vaccine at preventing COVID. So once you, I think from what we understand, and Julie probably spent more time researching this than I did, if you show symptoms of COVID, you take this pill and it knocks it out, basically. Yes, that's it. I mean, isn't that what we've all been wanting? Yeah, and your so. but your body will still then build natural immunity because you indeed had COVID. You just won't get the symptoms. That's what we understand that this pill actually Very does. Positive. Now, for, uh, when we first started hearing, and why is that all over the all over the news, guys? Why is that not being reported? You've got to ask yourself why. Again, Google this. 
discover what we just said, and then ask yourself, why is the news not reporting on the fact that these shots now that they're trying to basically force uh, kids to take probably won't be necessary because of this Hopefully advancement not. in, tech, in uh, you know, essentially medical technology. You guys got to be realizing that there's more things going on than the betterment of humanity. It's also a lot about control. And you decide, you know, what direction you're going to go with that. But here's really the bottom line. There's every reason to believe that this uh, COVID, um, you know, problem, this pandemic, will be over and within a matter of months, completely over. Gone. For those that don't want to take the shot, they can take the pill if they actually get COVID. Gone. That's right. And even even people that, for whatever reason, don't, after all this has been released, there will be enough going on, enough other people that it should dry up anyway. Don't get mad at us for talking about this. Do your own homework. Some of you get so Be triggered. Please just do your own homework on this. Don't just immediately fall in alignment with uh, preconditioned thoughts about something like a pandemic. Be objective about it, especially if you have little kids. Exactly. Now, the Dalai Lama said, choose to be optimistic. It feels better. That's a good summary, isn't it? You were tempted to say that with an accent. <laughs> I know. Okay, so point number nine, COVID-induced innovation, creativity, and reinvention will make the virus-free world more efficient for you. From old malls being reinvented as experience spaces and education becoming more accessible, you'll find life getting easier, not harder. As the weak companies dry up, they'll be replaced by better, more efficient, and more desired iterations. You know, this is like the, the big traditional malls that basically had their butts kicked because they were turned down. And now they're like a skateboard park, you know, so innovations that people actually do. Well, I mean, the example I think of truthfully is all the real estate offices across the country, these bricks yeah. and mortar locations. I Sometimes I think, you know, you and I have been in the industry for so long. We've known so many brokers and so many people have these big brokers were saddled with all this overhead during COVID. Yeah. And, you know, the agents, they didn't go to the office, obviously, because they couldn't, especially in places not like New York. And I'm hearing from a lot of these uh, people that run these offices and own these uh, brokerages that the agents aren't coming back no. because they've conditioned themselves to work out of their houses. They figured it out. Now, so you can look at that as a threat, traditional real estate, or you can look at that as a, as a blessing because now you can get rid of the most expensive aspect of running your brokerage, which is your physical location. And now you can finally run your profits back up. I mean, that's the premise behind yeah. one of the many premises behind EXP Realty. That's the reason EXP Realty is continuing to grow at the massive expansion rate that it is that's never been it's never happened before in the history of the united states well and i've noticed a lot of the conversations you're having with people who are you know noodling that transition has been with brokers yep. who have realized it's not just being saddled with a lease it's all the other stuff that goes along with bricks and mortar like your utilities and your front-end staff and your liability and all these other things so if you haven't yet thought about it, now may be the time, great time of year too. And yes, Julie and I did align with EXP Realty. And if you're interested in joining uh, EXP Realty, we'd love to talk with you. We've made it very simple for you. Uh, just text me directly at 512-758-0206. If you're looking for someone to sponsor you at EXP Realty, Julie and I would love to talk with you about it. Uh, you can just uh, text me directly. Don't call a text, 512-758-0206, and let's have a conversation about moving your brokerage, your team, or even your individual license over to eXp Realty, 512-758-0206. Now, number 10 also seem, point number 10 also seems a little political, but actually having driven around the country for the last 60 days, <laughs> yes. I can tell you, you know, Julie and I, as some of you know, uh, we took a Harris U.S. tour, ended mm -hmm. up driving close to 10,000 miles. And visited 22 or three different 22 states. 22 states in 60 days. And I don't even know how many uh, podcast listeners, coaching clients mm -hmm. we ran into. 
but I'll tell you, there were a lot of janky parts of the country. So when, you know, again, this Infrastructure Investment Act that Julie's about to read about, trust me when I tell you, it, it's going to be, the money is definitely needed in certain parts of the yeah, country. Something to be optimistic about. Point number 10, better roads and infrastructure. I, if you're one of our listeners with thousands and thousands of miles on your car, I talk to them all the time that, you know, they run it up. Driving around in the real estate wilds will get better. With the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which just passed, $550 billion over five years will modernize the roads and bridges, as well as expand high-speed internet systems. That's part of it. Electric vehicle charging stations will be increased as well. So that will make some of your decisions uh, for you. And again, don't be triggered by any of this. I know everything that Julie just read sounds political, and it is political. But just realize what it is on a whole. So it's five years from now or 10 years from now. There's more electric vehicles on the road. Yes, Tim, but the electric electricity comes from coal mine and, and, and this whole green energy thing and this whole electric thing is a farce and whatever, whatever. Yes, but along with the electric vehicles, which you guys might not know, is the ability to redesign the vehicle, the car, from the ground up. Not only are electric vehicles, um, I mean, there's a lot of benefits to the biggest one, not having to go to a gas station ever again. But they're also, generally speaking, well, not generally speaking, almost Factually always safer, speaking. right? Actually speaking. Like the Tesla Model S is the safest uh, car on the road because there is no motor on the front of the vehicle. It's, they, they can design the thing from ground up. But here's the real aspect of this, and Julie touched on this before, is the automation aspects. And I know some of you are going to <laughs> say Tesla's been promising that forever, but it is definitely, and it's around the corner in a big, meaningful way. So you're going to get to the point where you're going to have automation in your your electric vehicle, and you're not going to the inconveniences that are associated with having to have a you know a car. Look, there's no oil to change on an electric vehicle, right? There's fewer parts to wear on an electric vehicle. Electric vehicles vehicles once they get the battery technology, it, their new uh, Teslas. I actually googled this. They're going to supposedly have a, close to a 500 mile range. I mean, so what does that mean overall? You're looking at a safer vehicle. You're looking at have a vehicle that's going to be uh, partial or full autonomous. You're looking at a vehicle that's going to be much safer. You're looking at a uh, an evolution, essentially, and how we get from point A to point B that's going to mean e- uh, less stress. Um, it's going to mean a, a safer experience. And frankly, our kids, your kids, depending on how old they are, might not ever actually have to learn to drive because the vehicle is going to essentially be you driving type in for your location. them. Right. I mean, I was thinking about agents driving, trying to navigate, arguing with their na- their old navigation systems. <laughs> That's we us. Used to, or you know, have map books, right? Yeah. So how much easier would be that? You've got a, a listing presentation to go to. You type in the address. It tells you how long it's going to take there. Then it takes you there. You can practice what you're going to say and look at the CMA on the way. It's all very practical stuff, guys. Be positive. Okay, so the next ones are kind of fun. Uh, point number 11, sports are back. In 2022, we will have the World Cup, the Beijing uh, Winter Olympics, Wimbledon, the NBA Finals, and, of course, for you, Tim, Formula One comes to Miami. Yes, it in does. May. It does. So sports are back. And, you know, we noticed this, back to Formula One just for a second, we noticed a very obvious just overwhelming enthusiasm You're talking about Austin. for the race in Austin. I yeah. mean, you could feel that. It was and crazy. It had been two <sighs> years, and how how kind of depressing and weird was it to have races where there was nobody in the stadium? Not just for racing, but, you know, all of these different sports. So people are excited about that. Point number 12 is probably the most big, the biggest reason, in our opinion, why you should be optimistic. Why you should realize that 2022 and all the years after that are going to be your best years ever. Not could be, not might be, are going to be. They are. Now is your time. No matter how old you are, how young you are, educated or not, fat or thin, doesn't matter. 
Warren Buffett made almost all of his money after he was 50. You have 60. no excuse. Was it 60? Yeah, it was 60. I thought you were going to correct me on that. Yeah. Yes. You have no excuses. If you have a real estate license, you really have freedom to take it as far as you can. We talked about all the points about why. It's super easy to get your education. All you have to do is come to us, for example. And, you know, that, that trajectory, assuming that you are coachable, assuming that you follow a system and you get out of your own way and you get out there and you talk about real estate, you use the scripts and all that kind of stuff, it's very much within your reach, even if you are on your fourth career, even if you never thought you'd be in real estate until COVID hit, it doesn't matter. Now is your time. Now I'm going to come, we're going to have you uh, to give you probably one or maybe two bonus points. The next bonus point is, is the wind is completely at your back, <clears throat> assuming you don't choose to turn around <laughs> because everything in the, our, in the United States, but really globally right now is pointing to more home sales. More people are getting to the age where they're going to buy a house. Millennials, obviously, and younger generations, there's more of them in just sheer numbers. Generationally, it's right. on your side. And there's going to be more demand for housing, not less demand for housing, certainly in the United States, but again, globally. Then on compounding that, you have, like when Julie and I have you know, been in the real estate industry for over 20 years, like 27 years or something. Mm -hmm. But I remember there was a time when um, after like the great housing crash, when the house prices got so expensive and then all the housing, you know, there's this big deflation home values, which probably that'll never happen again. Uh, but here's what happened. After that, all these people came out of the woodwork and started saying we should socialize housing. So housing should be a right. Um, real estate is no longer the American dream. Owning a home is, has become a financial burden. The whole it was unbelievable the amount of people that you didn't even knew existed yeah. were piling on saying basically screw the American dream of owning your own home. You can say the American I dream is that. owning your own home, owning your own business, but really the fundamentals has been always owning your own uh, owning property because obviously then you can have a place to raise your family. So that's been the founding principle of the American dream. All these people, all these naysayers piled on. Now then what happened? A lot of people believed it, and they said, I'm just going to rent forever. Took themselves out of the housing market. But then it was about 2010, 2011, the housing mark, market came, made a comeback, and it has not slowed down since. A roaring comeback. Not only then, but you had a – again, I'm millennials. You guys had a whole new generation of people that got into real estate, not because they were – because they had no other options, which is what it had been up to that point. Real estate never had really attracted a lot of people – that were saying, you know, I'm going to go to when I graduate from college or high school, I'm going to get a real estate license. This is going to be my career path. Real estate attracted a lot of people who fell into it, who basically ran out of options or you know, that type of thing. But now the new generations that are getting in do see it as a career because they grew up after the housing bust during the housing, uh, essentially what's been this long term housing boom. And they have always known real estate as something to be prestige that's prestigious. They watch TV shows and Lots all of look, enthusiasm. About right. It. And how many fix it shows are on? How many, you know, fix and flip shows? People who are in real estate now are micro celebrities, in some cases, real celebrities, not just in real estate, but in real life. That's true. I mean, this is something that's a sea change to the industry. So the industry itself has become a billion X more desirous uh, since much 2011. Much more respectable, much more sought after. You know, I like you said, I don't know how many shows there are between HGTV and Bravo and all the rest. People have enthusiasm. People look up to successful real estate professionals. And that's definitely different than pre-housing crash. But here's the real big uh, thing that's changed and will never go back. 
the desire to own a home now, the the desire to see real estate and owning, you know, not just maybe one home, but several homes and then maybe some apartment buildings, that has become something that's solidified in the cerebral, you know, frontal cortex of every human in America because we've seen real estate hit its bottoms and then come back. And now you're seeing these prices continuing to inflate and it's going to continue through the end of at least 2022. You know, Goldman Sachs said expect another 16% increase in home values. So all these folks have grown up, again, younger generations have grown up not really feeling the pains of the housing crash, only seeing the benefits of essentially the reinflation of, of housing. And they're never going to forget that, just like they're never going to forget the pandemic. Real estate is always going to be something that they want. Being in real estate is something that people are, are now uh, wanting to do, not just having to do. And so everything's changed about our industry. And we're seeing that happen more and more, with, for example, the people that are joining with us at eXp Realty. I'll give you a great example. Yes. I was on the phone yesterday uh, with a uh, young, I was going to say, well, yeah, it was a young gentleman. He was a nice mm -hmm. guy. He was 19 years old. Well, I was on the phone with him and he'd sold, I think this was his first year. I forget how much he'd sold, but it was, it was pretty good. He made over like, I think 150 grand or something. Nice first year. And this was in Michigan. Yeah. Well, that's some work there. Uh, it is. And, and he yeah. did not buy his leads. That's he awesome. Was, he was getting, it's what I said. Mm -hmm. He was getting his business uh, by proactively lead generating. Okay. So he, it's not awesome. only that, but when he, when I was, we were, you know, I was watching him, it was on a zoom and I was watching him. Kevin Yoder introduced me to him uh -huh. and up on the wall, there was all these uh, screens and I knew what they were. The guy was day trading too. He was either day trading or he was uh, dabbling awesome. in crypto. It was one of the two and he was day trading. And so we started talking about day trading. So I'm looking at this 19 year old, you know, guy, I'm not going to call him a kid. 19-year-old guy who is uh, not only learning to actually do the real work of real estate, not trying to buy his business, but he's also realizing that he needs to create multiple streams of income. He gets it at he, an early age. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Think of the Kudos potential of that have... guy. And he joined EXP well, Realty. I was going to say that. At right. 19, come on. Exactly. I mean, that's a rock star right so there. So there's, there's a whole, again, this sort of generational uh, renaissance that's happening in our industry in particular. If you're not feeling that, if you're feeling stuck in the weeds, if you're not real, if you're not feeling energetic and motivation, motivated and incredibly optimistic about the future, go back and listen to this past uh, podcast. Start detaching yourself, defragging yourself from anything that might emotionally be weighing you down and realize your best years are ahead of you. You Look, guys, here's another statistical fact. Most people don't earn their, their peak incomes until they're in their late 40s into their early 60s. Right, and so how many of you have written yourself off at that point, thinking your best days are behind you? That doesn't have to be the, to be the case. That's right. So take these points to heart. Be optimistic. You have no excuses. It's all getting better, and the decisions that you make every day are going to determine whether you're running with that or not. And Julie, am I looking at my screen, realizing you put up a quote there from an MMA fighter? I try to be broad in my quotes. All right. So your quote is: Optimism is the <laughs> essence of every fighter. The belief that no matter what, you'll find a way to win. So yes, we did watch an MMA fight uh, amongst ladies who are almost exactly Julie's size, and uh, Zoe didn't want to watch it with They're us. Called straw weights. Straw weights. Funny. I didn't even know that was a class. I have to say that they, those ladies, they seemed a little bit meaner than the dudes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah 100%. So, speaking of ladies, I have to go pick one up. Yes, you do. We have to go do our school run. So in the meantime, guys, listen, stay focused. Don't allow yourself to be pulled into a pessimistic way of thinking. Julie and I are working on our 2022 Real Estate Predictions podcast. Do yourself a favor. Go listen to the podcast we did. I think it was last Wednesday or the Wednesday before that uh, with Peter Schiff. 
That was fantastic. We talked a lot about inflation. Uh, there was more and more reports coming out within, about inflation. Indeed, there's going to be double-digit inflation, as Peter predicted. Peter was predicting 20% inflation in consumer items next year. Who knows if it's going to be that bad? Probably, though, if housing's going to see 16% inflation, don't be surprised when milk sees 20%. Those types of things are going to happen. Be prepared. Realize you're in the right industry at the right time. You're here to be of service to other people and help other people. Learn how to be. That's the key. Don't waste your time on doing the silly stuff, guys. I know it's tempting and it's almost kind of exciting and fun to believe that you can buy your way into success. It's not true. You have to earn it. Learn how to be a proactive lead generator. That's what we do. We teach you how to build an A to Z real estate practice. That's what we specialize in. That, you know, obviously, we're, you know, we do a pretty damn good job or we wouldn't be in business for multiple decades. If you're ready to move forward, I strongly encourage you to go to timandjulieharris.com, which is our main website, and then click on coaching and join Premier Coaching. Um, or if you'd like to talk with one of our uh, new member coaches, we've also made that easy for you as well. Uh, just text the word Harris. Actually, here's even a quicker path. Text the number 2022 to 47372. Text the number 2022 to 47372. And when you do, um, you can schedule your own uh, coaching call with one of our new member coaches. In addition to that, you're also going to receive a copy of your 2022 real estate treasure, treasure map, which is your fill-in-the-blank business plan. So go ahead and text 2022 to 47372. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day, and we will talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.